guys, my name is Abby Scott, and I am your host for today's podcast for Build My Legacy podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about branding, but more specifically, how to build an inspiration board or a mood board in order to perfect or generate quality branding. So branding is obviously super important uh, in terms of your business, whether you have a service or a product, it's something that's going to make you stand out. It's also something that can take you from small business, mom and pop level of, you know, people recognizing your name to, wow, dang, that was professional. And that's really what point you want to get to. I mean, there's obviously ways you can leverage being a small business, being a person behind a brand. But when people believe that you're really making it, when people take you serious, that's when you're putting things out that are super professional. So how to, I guess, take the initial steps of branding or rebranding your service or product. What I like to do for all my ideas and then all my clients as well as our own companies is I like to create a mood board or a inspiration board of everything that I want to put together that's going to generate my brand. So for me, a lot of times that starts with just general values of the company. So for example, with Coffee Over Cardio, obviously we had coffee, good coffee, high quality coffee, but we also have this aspect of community and how could we define this community? And I essentially sat there and built out every type of customer I wanted to target in our community or everyone that I wanted to drink our coffee. So this was moms, young moms, moms of six. This was horseback riders who were waking up super early to go to the barn and let their horses out. Uh, These were athletes. These were people that were heading to the gym. These were people who were entrepreneurs like myself staying up until 12, you know, working on a project, or these were college students who, who, you know, needed a cup of coffee as they were studying for finals. So I built out these values. So, you know, quality, customer service, community, and I envisioned what this looked like. And I essentially sent spent a pretty long time on Pinterest, uh, so if you don't use Pinterest, do it, um, to create this mood board of all these different things. And they could be directly related to your actual brand. So for me, these were actual coffee pitchers, people drinking coffee. And then these are things that were totally random that just inspired me. So uh, what's easiest is inspiring who your customer is or who your client is. What do these people look like? Um, and who could could they be? Right. So putting these all together, that was kind of the first starting place. And these, again, were kind of pretty random, but eventually they obviously all came together. Now, the next feel that I wanted to get was kind of what the brand would look like. So this, you know, I was focused on the logo, things like that. So I was literally putting together like tons of different font combinations. Uh, You know, did I want more handwritten things or did I want things that were a little bit more sleek? You know, was I aiming things that were very modern looking or more cutesy, fun, kid-like, right? So I was putting these things together, matching them up, putting a different, you know, different variations down. I wasn't limiting myself, but it was giving me an idea of what I liked and what I didn't and what I envisioned for, again, this brand. The next thing that I wanted to do was create, I guess, the color scheme. Now, I didn't 
limit myself with this color scheme, but I did, you know, try to find a general tone. Now, if you are looking for a, I would highly suggest looking for a particular color scheme, especially if you're going to have a website, you're going to have email campaigns. But I would have four or five colors that you're going to primarily use. And you're going to have your primary colors as well as your more like background accenty colors in this. So I would say four or five colors. And this is something that I do now, I guess, more for our email marketing. And I'll do it for maybe like 20 or 25. And then I kind of switch it up. But the way to do it is, especially with your logo and things like that, is having a color scheme just kind of takes you to that next level. Everything matches. So you'll see that on a lot of the Fit Legacy stuff. There's a blue, you know, we use black, white. Everything is very clean and sleek versus coffee or color cardio. You have kind of pale colors or really bright colors all tend to be a little bit girly, right? So you have your colors, you have your fonts, you have your overall inspiration. What is next? So your next step that you're going to want to have is your your layout feel of things. So are things going to be super organized in a certain way? Or are you going to have things a little bit more scattered? This is going to change depending on kind of what platform you're using. So, you know, your Shopify layout is going to be a bit different than your email layout. But having, I guess, different ideas of different things that come together for each structure and each platform is another key. Going back to color, you're also going to want to think about, and this comes later, but uh, on your social pages or any of your photographs or anything like that, having a general color scheme is actually going to take your branding to the next level. It's going to make everything seem seamless from your website to your social media platforms. And this can be achieved a few different ways. So you can literally stick with your same photographer. That's one thing. If you are going to invest in a photographer, have them always have the same person do it. They're going to have a similar editing style. Give them feedback on that. Um, and also shoot in areas that are generally similar, right? So if you're going to be shooting in generally like very white areas or very light areas, stick to that. Don't all of a sudden have one shoot that's in a particularly dark area. Um, also in the actual photographs, think about that same thing. If you're always wearing light and airy colors of your clothes, it's going to be easy to keep that seamless. So don't all of a sudden wear a dark black leather jacket unless you want it to pop out, right? There's obviously ways to make things pop, but overall, those are things to be thinking about on the color side. Now, the other thing that you can be doing, especially if you're more of an individual, maybe you only do one or two shoots um, every couple months, you know, how can you make things streamlined? Well, there are tons and tons of presets um, on apps. So I, I wouldn't suggest using the Instagram app. They can kind of distort your photos pretty quickly. Um, but Lightroom has a free app, Visco, Darkroom, and they all have tons of presets already built in, which are really nice. But then you have this magical thing on the internet where you can Google presets and you can Google free presets. You don't always have to buy them. Um, they are, they can be pretty affordable. They can be like six to $15. Um, but you can find presets that again, I would look at what types of lighting that you're consistently shooting in and apply that. And then you can kind of keep everything completely streamlined. So that's another thing um, I would, you know, when you're planning out your mood board, looking at colors, looking, looking at the types of photos that you want to generate is going to help you dictate those colors. So for example, uh, when I 
put together mood boards for coffee over cardio. I'm consistently looking at kitchens that are white. And then that just makes the coffee itself really pop. So same thing with, you know, if it's coffee shops, coffee shops that are lighter, brighter, then that really dictated what our photographs look like. Our photographs are really light and white in the background, and that really makes our product stand out. Um, the same thing goes for, let's say, Mike's Instagram. He is you know, I would say a little bit more hardcore. Um, he's usually in a gym. So he has a little bit more of a darker theme that enhances his features on his page. Uh, mine I've played around with a few different times. I was going for lighter and then I switched it. And now I'm back to, I guess it's a little bit more, it's a bit minimalist. So it keeps the center object pretty bright and kind of washes out the background a little bit. So that's the one I'm working for. But again, it just takes a bit of planning. So with all that said, that's how you're going to create your mood board for branding. Now, I put together a whole entire branding 101 uh, bonus video within our actual program. So if you are kind of interested in hearing more how to create your brand specifically and working with us one-on-one, uh, you can absolutely go to myfitlegacy.com and apply and see all that. Um, but in terms of the mood board, putting this together, planning things out, getting inspiration, seeing what fits is really what's going to help you be successful with your brand. And the best part about all of it you can always rebrand. So if you don't really even have a brand right now, go ahead, rebrand, rebrand from no brand and and you know start figuring out what inspires you, what what things you like that are putting together and then build it out from there and constantly be adding to this, develop it over time. And that's where you're going to really find a successful brand, sticking to your values from the beginning and developing and envisioning what that looks like, that's where you're going to be successful and build out a successful brand. I hope my tips on how to build a mood board help you. Let us know in the comments below if you've ever used a mood board or an inspiration board or whatever you want to call it. Let us know if you have any questions. And until that next time, let's keep building your legacy. Bye, guys.